Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA. I am Kane Miller. Our guest today competes in the strawweight division, and she was most recently seen on the Ultimate Fighter team in Jacek versus Team Gadela. Please help me welcome Helen Harper. Helen, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And uh, like we said, the last time we saw you was on the Ultimate Fighter as a member of Team Yin Jacek. What have you been doing since your time on the show? Have you mainly been training or taking some time off or anything like that? Um, well, I uh, picked up a couple of injuries on the show, so I spent a bit of time kind of rehabbing that. Um, but then I got straight back into training. Um, I was supposed to fight actually this weekend, but it got cancelled. And then I got a last-minute ask if I could do um, another fight in England, which is the following weekend. So... Luckily, <laughs> I had something to replace it with, so I'm fighting in two weeks now. So um, that will be my first one outside of the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's really cool. What um, Can we get more information on the fight? Uh, for, uh, what was uh, the original scheduled opponent that you were supposed to face uh, this weekend? So this weekend, it was supposed to be BCMMA, which is um, a smaller promotion in England. Um, and my opponent was Bryony Tyrrell. Um, she's, I think, 3-0. and Um yeah, yeah, because she's yeah, she's unbeaten at uh, pro strawweight so far. So um, yeah, so that was the original fight, which should still happen at some point. I just don't know when. It's like you know what it's like trying to organize things with promotions. Um, but then my new opponent is uh, Jade Barker, who's I actually you know what I don't even know her record, but she uh, they they offered it to me last minute, and it was like well four weeks notice because her opponent pulled out. So uh, I just was like, I don't care. I'll just take it. I just want to fight. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really great that you're getting back uh, in the cage so soon. So now that so those injuries you've had on the show, that kind of cleared up and now you're feeling back to a hundred percent now. Yeah. Yeah. I um, feel a lot better. Um, the the worst thing was the, the concussion that I got, which was, <laughs> it took so long to get, uh, to get over that. It's just, uh, one of those things that you you feel absolutely fine until you start moving too quickly and then all of a sudden the whole room just starts spinning and, you know, that was happening for so long and every time I thought I was okay, I would try some light training and it would happen again and it would just kind of set back after setback. And realistically, it probably wasn't that long. It was a few months, but to me, that seemed like an eternity. So I'm, uh, I'm glad to be rid of it now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on top of those injuries... Uh, during your time on the show, you were unfortunately uh, very sick early on, making training quite difficult. How frustrating was it to have made it into the tough house, have won your first fight very impressively, and then only to suffer an illness right at the beginning? Was it pretty pretty difficult? It was, pro- I mean, 
it, I, I can't say it's the worst thing ever because, you know, a lot worse things happen than that in the world. But I was pretty annoyed about it because, you know, as you said, I made it all the way there and then I couldn't make the most of being there and it sucked. But um, I kind of, you know, at the time I was a little bit, you know, frustrated and sad about it. But now I'm like, okay, well, at least I got to be there. At least I got to experience the things I experienced. And, you know, I met a lot of people. I um, I had a really good time, a really good experience. So it's like I learned a lot about myself. And I feel like maybe if I hadn't been injured and sick, that I wouldn't have learned the things that I learned because I would have been so focused on training. So I think everything happens for a reason. Um and maybe I don't know the reason yet, or I didn't know the reason certainly then, but um, I hope that it will become apparent at some point in my life, and there'll be a reason that I got so sick. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I can't really remember if they brought it up on the show or not, but did you ever find out, like, what was making you so sick, or what kind of the diagnosis was overall? Uh, so firstly, I, after the the original weigh-in for the elimination fight, um, that was a pretty bad way in or weight cut for me. Um, probably my worst ever, I would say. Um, I pretty much got off the plane and had to start cutting weight straight away because I bloat out really badly on a plane and like I knew I was going to, so I, you know, I didn't eat or drink anything on the plane, but I still landed about five pounds heavier somehow. Like, don't even ask me that how that happens. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. But um. Yeah, so I was, um, I knew that I would have to start that straight away. But, you know, after you've been on a, a long flight and then you get off the plane and you start cutting weight straight away and it's just, your body's just going, well, hang on a minute, I need some, like, I need help here, you know, like, I can't deal with this, the stress on my, on the system, you know. So I think for, for the first part, at least, I mean, that was how I picked up the bronchitis, I mean, I guess it doesn't take a genius to work out that I wasn't handling the, you know, health part of it very well. Um, but there wasn't a lot I could have done about it. So I guess it is what it is. And then uh, I, I kind of just about got over that enough to, I think I did two training sessions and then they told me I was fighting. So I was just like, all right, well, okay, let's just deal with it. And, um, you know, most people would be like, oh, no, that you can't fight. You have bronchitis. And I was like, Ah, just let me fight. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> just, just get on with it. Yeah. But then I kind of regret saying that because I was so desperate to fight that it was like, well, I would have fought the next week if not. You know, it wouldn't have been a massive deal. But I was, um, I was just so desperate to fight, and and I hated not knowing which week it was going to be as well. That was like a real big thing for me. Um. So, um, I I was just like, let me fight, let me fight, you know. And obviously they did. So, um. Then, I guess, because my body wasn't 100% in the beginning, I uh, got concussion from that fight. I mean, I, you, you know, any, anyone who's seen the fight, they know I got hit a lot of times, you know. It is what it is. Uh, that's what gives you concussion, getting hit a lot of times in the head, and, and I did, and that's what happened. So, yeah, it was concussion, the second thing. Um, so, yeah, just about got better from one thing, and I get something else, and it was just like, why? <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's what happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you thankfully began to feel better, what was it like training with such talented trainers and training partners? You know, how was that experience for you? 
extremely surreal. Um, it's like you're seeing these people on TV and on the internet and, you know, you're idolizing them and then suddenly they're right in front of you and they're helping you and they want to help you. And, you know, that even now I can't believe that that happens, you know. It's still completely surreal, and, and you know, when even when people ask me about it, I'm like, was that actually me? Did I actually go there? I'm like, oh yeah, I seen a picture. Yeah, I pretty, I'm pretty sure it was me. <laughs> I remember going through that, but yeah, it's still very surreal. Yeah, definitely. And what I thought was a really interesting aspect of your season was that the entire cast of fighters seemed to have gotten along pretty well. You know, there wasn't too much drama or shenanigans or anything like that, except for the obvious confrontations between the coaches, Joanna and Claudia. But why do you think your season was was much more calm than the others in terms of the interactions between the fighters? Is it just because the cast and everyone got along so well? Yeah, we were really lucky with our season because everyone was just super cool and just really chilled out. Um, I think it really helped having a mixed cast. Um, obviously, the you know... You've got the eight guys, eight girls, but then you've also got each, like, you know, eight guys split into two for, you know, uh, Claudia and Joanna, and then obviously the girls the same. So it's kind of like, you know, there was like all these little subgroups, but it didn't matter because you weren't spending too much time, like, despite the fact that we lived with each other, we weren't spending too much time in exactly the same group. So I think it was like, in, and we were pretty busy too, like with training and everything. So it was, it was a lovely atmosphere actually. I, I actually really, really enjoyed living there, um, despite being sick. I, I really did enjoy it a lot. Yeah, because you know, on previous seasons, there's always like one or two guys that kind of instigate things and kind of make the, they seem to make the living conditions very unpleasant. But it seems that yeah, for that season, everyone got along. Everyone was. Uh, there wasn't any drama or anything like that, so you have to imagine that, that made the whole experience much easier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was like obviously, you know, a few pranks here and there. Um, Khalil being the the head prankster, I would say. Oh no, maybe Myron. Myron was pretty good too. I don't know. The the two of them were, uh, yeah, I guess they they shared the role of head pranksters, but uh, they made it so much fun. You know, like there was always such a good atmosphere. Um, like between between the team like within the team and between the teams as well so yeah it was yeah it was good fun yeah yeah and your coach of course champion Joanna and Jacek on the show has of course been nothing short of dominant while holding the belt do you see her reigning as champ for quite a long time well I think she has plans to um also fight in the 125 division when it opens up which it inevitably mm-hmm. will, I suppose, at some point, although I, I don't think there's a date for... Although I know there's been one fight, but I don't think there's a uh, a date set for another. So um, I, I don't know when that will happen, but when it does, she'll uh, she'll take that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like she'll probably... Um, she'll probably range as champion for a few more. Um, you know, maybe there's going to be someone that will test her significantly enough, but I don't see anyone that can outstrike her. Um, I mean, even most of the guys, you know, the smaller weights couldn't outstrike her. So, you know, I, I really don't see that happening anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And if there were anyone currently in the division that could possibly take the belt from Ioana, who do you think it, that would be? Do you see anyone on the roster who you think is a serious threat? 
Uh, I think the only one I could say would be a, a real threat, and I don't know if it's going to happen soon or not, but um, Jessica Andrade, uh, mm, she, yeah. she's probably the, uh, for me anyway, the uh, the top contender for the next the next title shot. But, I mean, there's been, you know, it, it's a kind of, it's such a close division in a sense of everyone's really for everyone, you know, um, because there's not very many of us. There's, you know, so many people that have fought each other that you can sort of say, well, that person beat that one, so, mm, you know, that's not going to be a good fight. That's going to, you know, that's going to be a bit of a beat down, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of fights like that, I think, that probably won't happen for those reasons, and it just won't be entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely agree with you on Jessica Andrade there. I think that she is definitely a contender. She just looked like an absolute beast since dropping down to 115. So, yeah, I agree. I think that she definitely pose a threat to Joanna in the future. Definitely, definitely. I'd like yeah. to see that fight, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully that gets made before too long. Along with that, do you have a current favorite fighter right now? Maybe someone who you really enjoy watching a lot? Um, I mean, to be honest, like, it's terrible, but, you know, with the not enough hours in the day kind of issues, I don't watch that many fights. I tend to watch either, like, if it's a really big card, I'll watch it. Um, but mostly I just watch my friends fight. So, um, my best friend, uh, he lives out, out in Australia, uh, Ben Nguyen. He's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, from South Dakota originally, um, but he fought uh, maybe a couple of months ago, um, mm-hmm. and out in on the South Dakota card. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I always watch his fights because you know he's my best friend. So <laughs> I can't get away with not watching them. <laughs> not that I ever wouldn't want to. So, uh, but yeah, no, I try. I try and always like catch my friends. Uh, you know, the fact that you but at this stage I've met a lot of people. You know, I know quite a lot of fighters. So. The ones that I know, I always try and watch their fights. Like I see when they're fighting, you know, try and keep up with them. But really, I don't know. I guess Ben's my favorite fighter. He's my best friend too. (laughs) That's funny because, I mean, Ben Wenyon, he's a a pretty top flyweight prospect right now. But like you said, I mean, if he was, he started off in South Dakota and I believe he trains in Australia right now. How did the two of you kind of cross paths then? How did you guys meet first? We actually used to live in Thailand together. Um, oh, okay. So he went out to Tiger Muay Thai to do the um, the trials for the pro team there, and I was already mm-hmm. living there. Um, I used to I lived there for two years. I worked in a school out there, and I was training at Phuket Top Team. So um, I, I don't know who introduced us, but somehow we met anyway, and um, we just bonded straight away and we became best friends and he's like my brother now you know we just we get on so well so it's uh <laughs> you know it's really good to have someone there just for advice obviously he's uh he's where I want to be right now so um you know it's it's really nice to have someone that's like a brother to me that can also give me advice on on kind of the future of my career as well yeah yeah when you kind of first got started training in the sport started training seriously was there also maybe a fighter that inspired you to start training as well? Maybe uh, an earlier fighter that that you used to kind of to help usher you into the sport, someone that you watched early on and then kind of got you into training as well? Um, I mean, I kind of got into fighting a really weird way because I kind of got into jiu-jitsu and then 
made a joke with my cousin that I was going to go out to Thailand and then within a few months I was there and that's when I actually decided that I wanted to fight. So I was already in Thailand and I was already mixing on a daily basis with people that are in the UFC. So, yeah. you know, to me that was normal and, and because that's really where my, my fighting, I mean, yes, I did jiu-jitsu in, in England, but it was it wasn't, you know, I just, it was a hobby, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything serious. And I never really thought that it could be anything other than a hobby. And it wasn't until I went to Thailand and realized that there was all these amazing fighters that just lived fighting. And I was like, I want to do this. Why do I not already know about this? You know, this is, this is the best thing in the world. So I kind of started having already known all these people that were living and dreaming and, you know, this was their life. Um, and, and yeah, I guess, I guess a, a large section of them were in the UFC already. So yeah, it was, as I said, yeah, it was normal to me. So there's so many guys out there that I just, they're just my mates, you know, they weren't like, oh, this is a UFC fight. I didn't grow up watching UFC. I, before I started fighting, I wouldn't have even been able to tell you what the UFC was. I wouldn't have even been able to tell you what MMA was. I would, I literally knew nothing. I was so naive. Um, this is even six years ago. I, you know. So I've, I'd never heard of anyone. There was no, like, household name for me. Um, I just, I met the fighters I met when I started, and they happened to already be in the UFC. <laughs> so it's a really kind of backwards way of doing it. But, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Yeah, with that, I mean, you obviously you have a very well-rounded background about something that I think you've talked about before, is just being uh, kind of a jack-of-all-trades. You know, you're pretty skilled in every facet of the sport, is that something that you think is really important to your style, being essentially kind of like a freestyle fighter and being practically wherever the fight takes place? Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of people that are that you know you you, you sort of associate with certain who oh so and so is a jiu-jitsu fighter, so and so is a um, you know Muay Thai fighter or whatever. But when I think of who I'm most scared of fighting. I'm most scared of fighting someone that's good at everything that's all round, you know. So not scared of the wrong word, but you know, I would I would maybe be a little more hesitant to fight someone. I'd be, you know, thinking, well, what am I going to do because they're good at everything. Whereas if there's someone that's a pure stand-up fighter, you're like, oh, that's easy. I just take them to the ground. Or if they're pure ground fighter, oh, that's easy. I just stay standing with them. But you know, someone that's good at everything, there's just there's so many weapons there. And so I want to be that. I want to be that person that, that people are scared of fighting. So that's my aim. Yeah, yeah. And at the gym that you currently train at, are there any up-and-coming fighters that you have your eye on that you think deserve um, some recognition? Well, the the gym I train at now is there's only actually three pro fighters. Um, oh, okay. Which, yeah, it's, a, it's, um, it's, it's kind of a strange situation. It's a brilliant gym. And we have really great coaches, um, but I, so there's uh, the jiu-jitsu area, which is lo- like loads of people compete in jiu-jitsu and it's an extremely high level. And I test myself jiu-jitsu there like every single day, like I get ruined on the mats, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's, you don't get any easy roles. Even the white belts are difficult, you know, it's, it's a tough, tough place. Um, but then I'll go into stand-up. And, um, and and box with the guys and it's the same situation but there's not too many people so it's like I have to I'm doing jiu-jitsu with jiu-jitsu guys and I'm boxing with boxing guys and I'm wrestling with wrestling guys but then I put it all together 
but I do that in my own time because I, I like to handpick my sparring partners based on their size. Um, don't worry, they still, they still absolutely ruin me every session, but I just I don't like to spar hard with big guys because I don't feel like it gets me anywhere. Um, I don't feel like it, it's um, you know, progression for me, uh, whereas basically the requirement's under 70 kilograms, um, which I think is fair, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I walk around at 57, so uh, I think under 70 is fair. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, just, it's just, not even just safety, but um, just I, I want both people to be able to get, like I want to be able to get something out of it, and I want my sparring partner to be able to get something out of it. Um, and I feel like, yeah, just, just smaller people, that's, that's when I put it all together. So that's, that's generally my idea at the moment. Yeah, of course. And when you're not training and you're not competing, what else are you doing in your free time? You know, do you have any hobbies or anything like that to keep you busy? That is a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's free time? I don't know about this thing. Um, so I love cooking. I absolutely love cooking. That's probably like my number one. Um, and I guess I love reading too. That's another thing I love to do. Um, drawing. I don't know, I'm, a, I'm kind of, like, old-fashioned like that, you know? Like, I love, mm-hmm. like, if I have a morning off, I'll be like, oh, great, I can clean the house and I can cook some really nice food. So that's <laughs> kind of, like, yeah, that's my exciting morning off. I'm not really, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really that rock and roll, unfortunately. I, you know, <laughs> I just ruin everyone's dreams right there. <laughs> Cooking and cleaning is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that'll still be nice. It'll be kind of nice contrast to training and everything. That you can kind of, when you do have time off, you can do something a little bit more peaceful, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I love it. And <laughs> I know, and when I'm not in fight camp, I like to, you know, cook some nice food, bring it to the gym. You know, everyone else at the gym's happy as well because they bring nice food in, and you know, that, <laughs> that's kind of my thing. You know, just bringing food to people. I'm, I'm a feeder essentially. That's just my, <laughs> my thing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, if we could get a little bit more information about your upcoming fight, uh, we'd, we'd really like to hear about it. Just kind of like um, the, the card that it was on and just kind of give us your thoughts on the matchup a little bit as well. Oh, yeah. So uh, the fight is on Shokunor, which is in Portsmouth in England, which is down south. Um, it's... I. I think it will be potentially streamed, although I'm not sure. But it will definitely be on YouTube afterwards. They always put them on YouTube. So, um, I don't know, I guess keep an eye out for it. Um, the matchup, the girl is a taekwondo girl, as far as I know. Um, I've watched a few of her fights. Um, she seems pretty comfortable everywhere. Um, but I just have to be more comfortable. So, um, yeah, I, I guess we'll see see what happens. Uh, she's definitely a striker, predominantly. So, uh, her, her ground not bad so you know there's there's uh there's every chance that anything could happen for sure but i'm still gonna walk out with my hand raised obviously yeah yeah of course and you know before we go here uh helen if you have any sponsors that you'd like to thank or any shout outs or thank yous anything like that we would of course like to give you that chance now that would be amazing um okay so the gym that i am at is called urban king's gym and they are wonderful and i love them a lot and I train with Legacy BJJ within Urban King's Gym. So thank you for everyone there. And my sponsors are Whiskey Wolf, which is an awesome UK brand. Uh, they do beard oils and soaps and amazing things like that. 
uh, Straight Cheer, which is a sports bra company. Um, let me think. Uh, she Cries War, which is a clothing company. And they do my T-shirts as well. If anyone wants a Hellraiser T-shirt, they will send them anywhere in the world. And they're not expensive at all. And they're very cool. So have a look. Um, uh, X Frames, they do really good uh, supplements. They, they're on it suppliers for the UK. So they're pretty cool too. Um, I feel like I've missed one out. And I apologize if I have. Um, also, I'm an ambassador for Fight for Autism. So um, that, they're really awesome. So if you, yeah, if you want to check them out, they're, they're really, they do a lot of good things. Um, um, you know, like within, uh, it's kind of sports, sports and um, boxing, MMA, um, bringing into the autistic community. It's, it's amazing, amazing stuff. So, yeah, check them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds great. Well, uh, Helen, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. It was great talking to you, and we, of course, looking for we are looking forward to seeing you compete soon. Thank you, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, best of luck to you in your fight, and yeah, we hope to speak to you again in the future sometime. And that was Helen Harper, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. As always, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Funky Monkey MMA. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller and keep up with these sites for the latest interviews, event photos, and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cash Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.